So tonight, um, we're going to talk about Israel. So, shalom. shalom. Amen. Shalom. Praise God. Shalom. Praise the Lord. Sharon, put that flag up here. Okay. Is the flag up here? No, the flag, Sharon, the flag. There. There it is. Okay. How many of you recognize this flag? Okay. And it is the flag of Israel. Okay. It is the flag of Israel. Um, so actually, Sharon, put, a, put, put the, um, with the other one with the, uh, America. Look at this. America standing with Israel. You know, the word of God says that he blesses those, you know, that stand with Israel. And um, now go, go to the other one, Sharon, the one on the map, on the world. And look at this one here, look at the other one. Okay. So the world, that's the world. You can't see the whole picture of the world, but just visualize that world. And, and then by that, how, how big, how huge is Israel? It's small. It's small. Yet, it's a nation that belongs to God. Yes, powerful. So small, yet powerful. God's chosen people. And then he tells us that those that stand with Israel, he blesses them. And remember last week I talked about it, um, the presidents. Just amazing how one president who wasn't going to stand with Israel ended up dying of a stroke. And then... The president that took over ended up standing with Israel. See, God's purpose, God's plan for his chosen people. And when you look at this here, not just Israel and the Jews, but we're Gentiles. And, and one time we talked about it, we're grafted in with the Jews as well. So spiritually, we can consider ourselves a, a Jewish nation that God loves and honors. Um, and, you know, sometimes we go through trials, we go through situations, we go through things in our lives. And yet, we seem like, well, where is God? Where is God? You know, why is he not here helping me to get through this? And, and then we, we, we tend to kind of make our things look so big and we make, we make God look so small. But, but God shows us through his word is that it, it doesn't matter. God is always going to be there for you, with us. So here in the Bible, the nation of Israel. So Sharon, go ahead and put that flag back up there. Why? Why has God 
chosen Israel as a nation and the people of Israel to call his Okay, small tribe. What else? Mm -hmm. And not only that, but think about Jesus. Jesus. What? What? Who? who uh, Jesus. What? What? Uh, what descendant is? Does he come from? Yeah, and it, and it goes all the way back to Jesus is a Jew. Mm -hmm. he's, he's a Jew. That, that's who Jesus is. So let's go to um, Genesis 12, okay? Let's start there in Genesis from the beginning. Genesis 12. And then look at verse 1. And I'm going to read the New King James Version here. <clears throat> so right here in Genesis, it says that, uh, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. And then look, what, what does he say in verse 2? I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Verse 3 says that I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I am blessed because of this covenant that God made with Abram. Because I stand with Israel. I believe in Jesus. God gave Jesus for each and every one of us. And by the blood of Jesus, we have been set free. Amen. We have been cleansed. We have been forgiven. Yes. And now we are children of God. Amen. You're a child of God. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. You know? And I encourage you to, to say that. Mm -hmm. Speak it. Say, yes. I am a child of God. Yes. And, 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 and tell yourself... God is my Father. Yes. You know, and, 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 and then because of His covenant with Abraham, I am blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. And when, when I showed that picture of right here, look. See, because um, Pastor mentioned this one time. He goes, how, how many nations out there can call themselves a Christian nation. Really, the only one is America. America is a Christian nation. See, because Christianity came from Jesus. 
Christianity came from Israel, from that Jewish nation. That's where Christianity came from. And because of that, look, we're blessed. Look, what do we have today? We have today from God. Look, we have his word. We have his word. And then not only, not only that Christianity comes from Jesus and the, and the Jewish people in Israel, but look, we've also got God's word. He's given us his word. Because this book here in the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. You know, and it's given to us, for us. And we're going to get to this sooner, soon, um, down, down, the, down the road here. And, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, 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 just, I can't wait to share that with you, but um, maybe I'll just kind of share it with you. Because uh, it's just, it's exciting. Amen. And it's, it's so sad that, um, you know, there's a holiday that, that we say Christopher Columbus, Columbus Day. But there's a lot of people that disagree with that. And a lot of people are saying, especially even our nation, they don't, they don't, they don't recognize it. And then they say, Indigenous Day. And... and, and, and there's a reason why Christopher Columbus went into the ocean and came to America. There's a purpose for that. You know what? This is what he brought to America. This is what he brought to America. We should be thankful for that. We should, we should praise God for that. Because what did we just read here? Look. Let's go back to um, Genesis. Look. Look at verse 2. What, what, what was this covenant that was made? Look, what did he say? He goes, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. See, we are blessed when Christopher Columbus got on that boat, went across the ocean, came to America... We are blessed. And then verse 3 says, I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. You see how important it is to understand the word of God? And then you see how important it is as an American to stand with Israel and that Jewish nation? Remember 9-11? What happened? Twin Towers. What happened to it? Plane went through it. Okay. Who was behind all of that? Who set it up? Who were, who were the people that, 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 that took over those planes and crashed it into the Twin Towers? Mm-hmm. Okay. They were, they were like, they were Muslims. And remember last week I talked about there, there's three religions 
and, and that, that they're fighting over the Middle East, Muslims, Islam, Judaism, and then also the Christianity. All of this, they're, 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 there's a war going on. That's why there's all these things that are happening out there in the Middle East. So Muslims, because America stands with Israel, they hate Americans. They hate Americans. Show the other one, Sharon. Look at this. There are people out there. There are people out there that do not like Israel. And then anybody that supports Israel, anybody that stands with Israel, become an enemy of those that want to destroy Israel. And because America, a Christian nation, we, 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 we got under attack because of that, because we stood with Israel. You know, that's the whole purpose behind it. There, there's that, that war that's happening, that spiritual war that's taking place, that's going on. But God, you know, has chosen Israel. He's chosen Israel. And, and then also in the Bible, it, it also tells us that Israel is the only nation that has ever been created by God. There's no other nation. Can you tell me of another nation out there that has been created by God? No. Israel is the only one, the only nation that has been created by God. And then, because of Israel's existence, because of Israel's existence, we can say that it's also a testimony that God exists. God exists. Now, when you look at Israel, now Israel becomes a, like a clock. It becomes a clock. Because remember, who remembers? When did Israel become a nation? Mm -hmm. not, not, not very long ago, right? So before then, you know, the, the Jewish people were scattered. They were scattered. And then God brought them back together. And then when I heard this from, from Pastor, and, and I thought, wow, you know, it, it really makes sense. Because you see what's happening in Ukraine right now? There's an exodus. You know what that word means? An exodus? Yeah, they're leaving that country, huh? And a lot of those people, okay, they're not just Ukrainians. They're Jews. They're Jews. Yeah, and, and exactly. Where are they, where are they headed? Uh-huh. And, that, and that's all part of God's plan. And then that's what his word tells us, is that the people are going to come back, come back to, 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 to Jerusalem, to Israel. So there's a time clock here that, that's ticking right now before our very own eyes. You know, we pray for Jerusalem. We pray for the people. We pray for what's happening in Ukraine, you know, um, because we're, we're, we're standing with them. We're supporting them. And I, I see a lot of people now that they're, 
They're starting to send money to support, give money to support. And um, <clears throat> I, saw, I saw a plane that, that landed, and, and out of that plane, there was, there was hundreds of uh, Jews that were, you know, coming out of that plane because they were being set free from what was happening in Ukraine. See, and then the people that are doing that, you know, they need money to, to help support this. And um, something that Sharon and I begin to do is uh, we begin to, to pledge and give money to, to Jerusalem to help them. And it is amazing because when you do that, God honors that. Just as he says right here in his word, he honors that. And... Um, and then Sharon and I went to a went to a concert, a Christian concert in, in um, Albuquerque. And at this Christian concert, they 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 stopped and then at the middle, at intermission, they, they talked about all these children who need food, who need help. And and then after they brought all that out, you know, they, they have pamphlets. And then they said, Who wants a pamphlet? Some people raised their hands, some didn't. And then we raised our hand, and just when we raised our hand, one of the ushers came up and gave us a, a pamphlet and a picture. And you know what was so amazing? The picture that we got of this young boy looked exactly like a Navajo little boy. And I thought, wow, praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. And, 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 and now we're supporting this young boy. And he wrote us a letter. He says he likes soccer. And, and, and things like that. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And I really think, you know, even in our, in our, in our own community, how many of you have seen that, that um, box at the door? What does it say? Yeah. Um, you know, God called each and every one of us to help those that are in need. Yes, we support Israel. We, we, we do our best to support them, to help them. But there are also people in our own community that need this help. And I, I thank God for what's, um, what Sylvia and her team is doing, that ministry. Because how many of us in here can do that and go out there and serve food and go into the street and, and, and come face to face with all these individuals who are, who are having a hard time? Some of us don't have the patience to do it. But I praise God that her and her team can go out there and do that. So how do we support her? We, we do all these things. We, we give her what they're asking for so they can go and do it. The same way missions, you know. Brenda talked to us about her, her, her mission trips where she went. India, right? Different places. Different places, but I think one of them was, was India. Mm -hmm. Sri Lanka, those three, I want more than one. The others, you know, it's sporadically. Yeah, and, and, and it's just, just amazing. You know, we, we need to continue to support those types of ministry. Going back to, to Israel here. So now, Israel. They are also, and there's a there's a covenant that was made with um, with with God by God. Go to Genesis uh, 17. Genesis 17. 
Genesis 17. And then look at verse um, 1. Okay. Okay, verse 1 here says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. Amen. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants, and you after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant yes. to be God to you and your descendants after you. Mm -hmm. So this covenant is an everlasting covenant that was made with God and Abraham. He changed his name from Abram to Abraham. That's why I always say, I am a descendant of Abraham. Because God promised him, said that you're going to have many, 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 many children. So that's, that's where I come from. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And, and that's why I always bring it up. You know, I always say, um, I, I, don't, I don't come from... The dirty water clan, the muddy clan, okay, from, from all that clan, okay? I, I'm, I, I come, I'm a descendant of Abraham. I am a child of God. Praise the Lord. And I, and I stand on that promise that, that he made with, with Abraham. Amen. Praise God. So God made a covenant with his people, Israel, and it's an everlasting covenant. This covenant is still going on to this present day. Yes, right. It's still going on today. And then also, when God uses the word Israel, what does he mean? What does God mean when he uses the word Israel? Is he talking about the land? Or is he talking about the people? Well, you know what? He's talking about both. Because he made a covenant, a promise to bless him with the people and then also the land, the land that he's going to receive. So, so it's both. There's an everlasting covenant. It's a land promise and a people promise. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Yeah, go ahead. Genesis and stuff like that, it amazed me 
how the people that God made a covenant with, they had a lot of faith in what he said, even though they really didn't see it. You know, like they, and then like for me, when Jesus tells me, like in heaven there are many mansions, or you read about Revelation, and you hear about the promises of the things that are to come, it's kind of like we have to be the same way. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be kind of patient for it. I mean, you're not going to see it immediately, but eventually it's going to come just the way Abraham is a father of many nations. Like you said, it's still coming today. Today. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, just, you got to have that much faith. It's, mm -hmm. Even when you don't see it. And it's, that's hard for me too still, but I have to talk myself into it all the time. Yeah, especially today, you know, we, we, we kind of take advantage and take things for granted. We want things so fast, mm -hmm. so quick. Yes. You know, we just we just throw something in the microwave, put it on 30 seconds, and then we have our food, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and we don't want to cook it. We don't want to take the time to prep the food and then cook it and then enjoy it. You know, that takes time, but that's the way it should be. And that's why when we go to a restaurant, we order something, we expect them to just bring it right out. You know, while they're back there prepping it, cooking it, making it, and bringing it out to you. But, um, you know, that, that's the thing. <clears throat> but um, Abraham here, and, and then the covenant. You know, Jews are special to God. The Jewish people are special to God. And then not only that, but God also loves every single one of us. He loves all races. And that's why he sent Jesus to die on the cross not just for the Jews, but for everybody, for all of us. Amen. Praise God. And then uh, another thing is that, um, <clears throat> you know, he talks about that blessing to all the nations. So God not only promised blessing, but he also promised that his people, Israel, would bless others. And we just read that. <clears throat> and then God's promise has been fulfilled many times over. So I kind of went through this here. So there's three things, three things that the Jewish people have given to this world. Okay? One of them is what? Okay? Yeah, I heard two actually. Who said Jesus? Yeah, Jesus. That's one of them. The other one is the Word of God. Okay, what's the third one? Okay, the Holy Spirit, yeah. The third one is this. It's in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. Let's actually, let's go there. Acts. And that's kind of what we just heard too, the Holy Spirit. Okay, look at, look, at, um, look at verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Mm -hmm. And if you continue to read here and you read the rest of the chapter, Peter gave the first message 
to the people, and the people received the message, and what happened? They were saved. They received Jesus. They received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. How many of them? 3,000, yeah. 3,000 of them were saved like that. So, right here in Acts, one of the, one of the three things that, that we get from this, the Jewish people is Jesus, the Word of God, and then the, the third one, what we just read here, is the church. The church. That's where the church started, right here in Acts chapter 2. If you were to continue to read that, that's where the, the church started. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descended, and then the church was born. Amen. Praise God. Now, what is a bellwether? Anybody know what a bellwether is? Okay. Okay, so bellwether, this word bellwether, uh, what it means is uh, the leading sheep in a flock. And then this sheep that's in this flock has a bell on its neck. So this, this sheep will run around so you can hear that bell. And then the, the, it'll always be the first one there. So when you, when, you, when you hear that bell, you know that this sheep that has that bell is the leading sheep of this flock. So we can consider Israel as God's bell weather. See, we can consider Israel as God's bell weather. The leading sheep in a flock. And what I mean by that is this, is that Israel is an indicator or a predictor of a of an event that will happen sometime in the future. So, like, like a stopwatch, okay? Go to Joel. Let's go to Joel. Joel chapter 2. And let's go all the way to verse 31. So verse 31 in Joel chapter 2 says that um, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great an awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance. As the Lord has said, among the remnant whom the Lord calls, let's go to, let's go to chapter 3. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, 
Now look at verse 2. I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. When did Israel become a nation? 1948. And at that time, you know, that's, that's when the people began to come back to this land, to this land that was given to them. The Valley of Jehoshaphat. You know what that, what that means? The Valley of Jehoshaphat? It means... Yeah, Yahweh, Yahweh has judged. Joel here is giving us an end time prophecy. And right now we are seeing it unfolding before us. Every single day we are seeing it. So pastor here, Works at the coal mine. And um, so today, they have all these technologies that can de detect what's in the atmosphere. Right? Yeah. Okay. But what about hundreds of years ago, before all this technology, how did they know that it was unsafe to be in the coal mine? Anybody know what they used? Huh? Canary. Yeah, canary birds. A canary bird, their, res their respiratory system is more fragile than ours. So when these birds, they would send them there. And then when these birds started getting, you know, stressful and they started doing all kinds of weird stuff, they knew it was getting unsafe. And that's when they told the people to get out, get out, get out. So what I'm trying to get at here is that we, we see all this thing happening right now in this world. We see, we see what's taking place. We see what's going on in America, in our own Navajo Nation, and then in our communities, in our state. You know what? Um, president, uh, who was our president's name? No, um, America. Yeah. You, you know what he said? You know what world? You know what word he used? He said, New World Order. How many of you heard that? Yeah. And everybody questions him. Mm hmm. They're saying, What's he talking about? Yeah. What's he saying? Mm hmm. People are just asking, What's coming out of his mouth? And, and I thought, wow, did I just hear that? Mm -hmm. and, and I had to listen again. And sure enough, he did. He said, new world order. Mm -hmm. These things are taking place. These things are happening. These things are coming. It's everything that, that's been in, in, in the word of God is starting to take place. 
Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. I mean, that's the bottom line. Jesus is coming. He's coming. What did he say in his word? He goes, I am coming soon. And he says, I am coming quickly. I am coming. And he's telling us, be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Get ready. We need to tell people, get ready. Jesus is coming. It's going to happen. That day is coming. And I've just been really praying and praying and, and just asking God to, to help me and, and, and to, you know, how, Lord? How, how, how can, can we let people know? How can people, you know, we want them to know, we want them to understand because we don't want them to be left behind. Lord, what, what is it that we have to do, Lord? What, what, what do you want me to do, Lord? You know? We, that should be our question to God. God, what do you want me to do, Lord? How? How? Mm-hmm. And, and he's given, and, and he will show us. We can't just say, no, that's, that's not my problem. That war is happening over there. It's not happening here, so we're okay. No. And then we got to let people know how important it is for, for us as America to stand with Israel, yes, yes. to support Israel, to support the Jewish nation, to support the Jews. You know, how important it is. How, how, how important that is. Now, <clears throat> so here, um, in... In 2006 to 2016, you guys all know what the UN stands for, right? United Nations. United Nations. In 2006 to 2016, the United Nations criticized Israel 68 times. The United Nations criticized Israel. 68 times. In just that, what is that, 10 years? 10 years. Yeah, in 10 years. And then in 2012 and 2015, there, were, there was 97 resolutions that was adopted by the UN. You know how many of those resolutions were against Israel? Take a guess. Out of 97, there was 83 resolutions that was against Israel. And you know what the United Nations called Israel? A racist state. How could they call Israel a racist state? You know what the Holocaust is? You know what happened there? They tried to kill all the Jews, right? Mm -hmm. Hitler was behind all of that. Yeah. Tried to get rid of all of them, all the Jews. Tried to get rid of them. How can the United Nations call Israel a racist state? Mm -hmm. It's just unimaginable. It's just, how, how can you say that? How can you say that? Why? Why? What are they, what are they fighting over? In, in, in Israel. 
Yeah, land. Land. Between the Israeli nation and then the Palestinian nation. Fighting over. Fighting over this little... Show that picture again, Sharon, that, that world. Or Rico, or Fred. <laughs> Look at that. If you were to put all the other countries here, all the other countries have more land than Israel. Why are they fighting over that little piece of land? Why? Holy land. What's that? It's holy land. Okay, holy land. It's God's chosen holy land. Mm-hmm. In, in 2005, 2005, the president, we had a president in 2005. Who was the president? Bush. Yep, President Bush. 2005. You know what he did in 2005? He, com- he, he asked Israel to leave. He told Israel to leave the Gaza Strip and to turn it over to the Palestine. Mm-hmm. He, told, he told Israel, leave, just leave. Let the Palestinians have it. In 2005, George Bush, our president, is what he, this is what he was trying to convince them to do. And I thought this was amazing. Seven days later, seven days later, when President Bush told Israel to leave and give it to the Palestines, seven days later, Guess what happened? No. Nope. Let's see how many of you know during that year what happened. It was in our country. The war happened. Started the Iraq war. Okay. Nope. Sanda knows. This is what happened. Hurricane Katrina happened. Hurricane Katrina happened. Is that coincidence? I don't think so. Remember, who's Almighty God? God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Who's in control? God. Yeah. Who does God say is his chosen people? Israel. The Jewish people. The Jewish nation. And what do, what do we read in Genesis? He says, I will bless those who stand with them. And he says, I will curse those who go against them. And when President Bush did this in 2005, seven days later, Hurricane Katrina happened. Interesting. No, no. And look, look at all these. Go back to the to the world there. 
Look at that. So small, yet so powerful. Yes, that's Why? Right. Because of God. That's right. Because of God. That's right. Are you glad you're a child of God? Amen. Are you glad because of Abraham and that, the co the, that covenant that was made, you are a descendant, you are blessed, and then because of Jesus dying on the cross, you have the promises of God through His Word. Amen. Are you glad? Amen. Praise God. Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If only, if only our leaders would understand this. If only even our Navajo Nation if they would recognize this and say, hey, it's not Indigenous Day, it's Columbus Day. Let's celebrate because if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have the Word of God. We wouldn't have the church. We wouldn't be children of God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go now. Let's go to um, Zechariah. Zechariah 12. And then look at verse 2 and 3. So verse, verse 2 says, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding people when they lay siege against Judah and Jerusalem. And then verse 3 says, And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very, what? Heavy stone for all people. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all nations of the earth are gathered against it. What does he mean? What does the word of God mean? What is God saying here when he says that, that it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone? What does he mean by that? Okay, yeah, unmovable, impossible. So th this, is what, this is what I got out of it. Israel, Israel will find itself in an impossible political situation. An impossible political situation. A heavy stone. You know what? This took place. This took place. And you know when this took place? This took place when Donald Trump, our former president, in 2017 announced that the United States would begin recognizing Jerusalem 
Yes, as Israel's capital and moved the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. From Tel Aviv. Yeah, from Tel Aviv. Way out of the way. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't do it until Trump really yeah. got on it. And they didn't like him for Yeah, it. yes, exactly. They yeah. didn't like him mm -hmm. for doing that. And they, they didn't accept it. Yeah. Right after that happened, just like that, the next day, the UN, the UN held an emergency meeting and they condemned the United States for, 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 for Trump to move the embassy out of there. And one year later, the U.S. Embassy officially opened in Jerusalem on May 14, 2018. The U.S. Embassy officially opened in Jerusalem. Wow. Amazing that we would have a president that would stand with Israel like that. We need a president that will stand with Israel like that because we will be blessed if we did that. That's what the Word of God says, right? We need to, we need, people need to know this. People need to understand this. I'm not just making it, it's in the Word of God. May 14th, just the same as 1948. Yep. 70 years. May 14, 2018, going all the way back, 1948, exactly 70 years when that took place. I believe in God. I believe in God. I believe that God is in control. I believe that what he, what he tells us in his word is true. And I believe that one day I'm going to be there face to face with God in his presence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep digging in the word. Keep as much as you can. Get in the Word. Stay in the Word. Stay in the Word. Share with others. Let others know. If, if they don't want to listen to you, you did your part. Pray about it. Give it to God. Let Him do the rest. Amen. Amen. Don't just keep it to yourself. Don't just keep it for you. You know, it's for everybody. God gave His Word for all of us. For everybody. For everybody. Now, going back to... Um, Christopher Columbus, okay? Christopher Columbus. So 1492, 1492, Christopher Columbus set sail on the ocean in 1492. And then in 1492, there was a, there was a king. His name was King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella. 
So this king and this queen back in 1492, what, what they were trying to do is they were trying to, they were trying to kick the Jews out of Spain because they gave them the choice. They told the Jewish people, if you don't convert to Catholic, to be a Catholic, okay, Catholic, Catholicism, okay, Catholicism. Catholicism, okay, all right, thank you. Mm -hmm. To convert to Catholicism, okay, all right. Um, the, the king and the queen said, if you don't do this, you know, you, you don't belong here. We don't want that. We don't want that. So, there's some historians say that Christopher Columbus may have been a Jew. Took the word, ran with the word, got in the boat, came to America. Because he was trying to find a place where he could worship God. He was trying to find a place where he could just honor God and worship God. He was trying to find a place. Praise God that he came here. Praise God that he came here. And um, another thing is this, is that what we just read here, um, you know, you've heard about these blood moons, right? Who created the, the moon, the sun, and the stars, and all of this? God did. And he uses them also to help us, to show us what's going to happen and what's going to take place. So some of these blood moons that have been taking place, it, is, it happens four consecutive times. And this only happens every 500 years. And we experienced one not too long ago. You know, you saw the moon, it turned red. It turned red. Mm -hmm. and, and, and when that happened, the first time that there were four blood moons, and it happened on a Jewish holy day in 1493 and 1494. It happened during that time, 1493 and 1494. When did Christopher Columbus come to America? Yeah. Right after he came, that's when that first thing happened. The, 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 the blood moons, four of them, on Jewish holy days in successive years. Wow. And then the second time, it happened again. In 19... 49 in 1950. What happened right before then in 1948? Yeah. Um, um, Pastor John Hankey. Uh huh. He's got a beautiful book about all those sequences of all those moons, of signs, and stuff like that. <clears throat> Two thousand fifteen. It just happened. That was the fourth time that, that it happened. That it happened. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
You see how important it is for us as Americans to stand with Israel? It is important. Israel, the Jewish people, God's chosen people, we need to support them. We need to pray for them. We need to stand with them. <coughs> and then just thank God. Thank God for everything that he's doing. God's plan is perfect. His plan is perfect. Yes, we see what's happening around us. But trust in God. Put your trust in Him. Trust Him every single day, every moment. When you wake up, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Put your trust in Him. Give everything to Him. Don't, don't put your trust in other things, in the newspaper, and, 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 and you know, all, the, all these things. No. Put, put your trust in God. Put your trust in His Word. Get in the Word. Dig in the Word. The Word of God. The word of God. You know, don't look this way or this way. You know, look straight ahead. And that, that's what the word of God, that's what he tells us, right? He, what does he say? His word, does he tell you to look down? No. He says, look up, for your redemption draws nigh. Look up. Look up. Don't be looking down at your phone. Don't be looking down at your phone. Okay, look up. Look up. Look up. Look up to God. Look up to Praise Jesus. You. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You. you know, and I will, I will continue with this. And then also, not only that, but where does America stand now? Where do we stand now as Americans, as America, as a nation? You know, all, all these things that are happening. And, and one, of the, one of the things that God had to, have told me was, was this, is that, you know, Last year, pandemic, all these things, people are getting money left and right. Now people are checking their post office box because they want to find that check from, from the Navajo Nation. And, and let me ask you this, is money free? No. Is anything free? There's only one thing that's free, and that's Jesus. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He says that you will be saved. Only Jesus. But anything else, don't let the enemy deceive you. It's not free money. That money is coming from somewhere. And then in, in God's Word, He's against that because what, what I'm trying to get at is this, is that we have leaders now that are printing all this money, borrowing this money, and putting our nation further and further and further into debt. How can we be a nation, a blessed nation, if we're in debt? That goes against God's word. That goes against God's word. Somewhere, somewhere we, we kind of drifted off as a nation. We need to get back in line with the word of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Is there anybody tonight, anybody here tonight who needs prayer? 